Well, praise the Lord. God bless you this afternoon. And welcome to the Tabernacle Delivered Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, as always say, regardless of everything that's going on around us, because there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. But we have to learn how to praise God anyhow. I'm just excited today because God is in the midst of us. Oh, yes, I am. I'm excited that he's in the midst of us, regardless of what's going on around us. So I'm just excited today. Now, listen, of course, that doesn't mean everything is going the way we want it to go. You always got to remember that. It doesn't mean that everything uh, uh, um, going on around you is going to go the way you want, and every single day of your life is going to go the way you planned it to go. I don't care who you are, it's just not going to happen. Some days, many days, but not all days. I'm just excited about that. Well, listen, tonight I want to talk to you about uh, not a so interesting topic because it doesn't interest some people, so it's not so interesting today. But I want to talk to you about we're walking with God. It's not a big, exciting topic. What's going on with the lightning? It seems to point in and out on me today. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, it's not so much of an uh, um, exciting topic. I don't know why. I'm having a problem with my lighting today. Could you just hold on one second as I switch it around and see if that'll make it look better? Okay, normally I don't be fighting with the light or something is not right today. Okay. Now, um, I want you to get your Bibles and bow your head for a moment. I don't know if my bulb is dying in that or what. Bow your heads with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those listening under the sound of my voice, those that are watching the television broadcast or listen to the podcast or however they may be receiving this word today. I ask you to touch every liberal soul and break every yoke in their life and meet the needs in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. What a mighty God we serve. 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 Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, yeah. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. They used to sing that song, What a Mighty God We Serve. I don't know if they still sing that song, but that used to be a song to get people to acknowledge that they serve God and he was a mighty God. And he was excited about singing, What a Mighty God We Serve. And there's another song that says, This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. 
Oh, this is the day that the Lord God made. I will rejoice and be glad. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord God made. It is another day that the Lord God has made. And I, hallelujah, you rejoice, hallelujah, and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Because somebody can rejoice today and be glad in it. I want to pray for those before I get into this message that's in the Ukraine and, and those in uh, Afghanistan and those in Russia. This is called countries that's going through dramatic things. And there's people there that love God. Now, I want to just ask God to touch those people right now. Father, I ask that you touch the people in Ukraine, Russia, Afghanistan, and other, other countries where they really serve you and really love you, and they're looking for your parents and your mercies and protection. I ask you to just stretch out your arm for them today. I ask that you break the yokes, oh God. Oh God, protect your people in those places, oh God. Stretch off your mighty arm, oh God, and protect them and cover over Jesus' precious blood. Oh God, I claim victory in their life and protection, oh God. Send forth your ministering angels to minister to their hearts, oh God, and protect them in Jesus' name. Amen. Get your Bible. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. And verse 8. This is what it says. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. I'll read it again. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees in the garden. Walking with God. Walking with God. Here we have Adam and we have Eve. Both knew how to walk and talk with God, but because they sinned, they walked with wreck. Because they messed up, they now no longer had that relationship with God. They no longer had that great relationship that they once had with him. So gone. It was trashed out. And the Lord God began to walk into the garden, as always called for Adam. Adam! Adam, where you at, man? I'll come down to hang out with y'all today. Where you at? Adam went and hid himself. He no longer had that walk with God. Adam had a walk with God because God created me with the first created being. And the whole thing about this, Adam knew God, walked with God, talked with God, fellowship with God. But now Adam was out of course. Adam was now out of being, out of way, out of everything. Adam could no longer face God. So Adam think he hid and hide himself in the bushes. Adam thought by him hiding in the bushes, God wouldn't see him. But he seemed to have forgotten because God knows everything and knows where everybody is. Oh, he wanted to know what he was doing in the bushes. Look at that verse. 
Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. See, there was something about when God came down in the cool of the day because he know they should be ready to hang out. They should be ready to chill out with him. Have a good time with him. And they hear the scriptures and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God, of the Lord God, amongst the trees. Now, God knew every tree. He knew how they were all made. He knew how big they were. He knew what was behind each one. He wanted to know why they were hiding. He wanted to hear what they had to say. He already knew they sinned, but he wanted to hear what they had to say. He was giving them opportunity. The thing about this, God gives us opportunity to walk with him. It's what our reply is to him when he says, come on and walk with me. When churches give altar calls, preachers give altar calls. He's giving you an opportunity to walk with him. To give your life to him and begin to walk with him. But Adam and Eve messed up. And they could never get that, 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 that walk back. It was over. It was gone forever. They could never receive that. They could never receive. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it into the hearts of man. The thing that God has prepared for them to love, them, they love him because they messed up. <clears throat> and they messed up with an eternal mess up. That's why Jesus had to come on to the scene because they messed up. Adam messed up. We always blame Eve. We always blame Eve. Say it was Eve's fault. No, it wasn't. God could have replaced Eve. They don't tell this whole story. God could have replaced Eve and gave Adam another wife. But Adam chose to go along with her plan of going and eating of that tree, whatever the fruit was. I know y'all people run around saying it was an apple. The Bible don't say that. They said they ate of the fruit of the tree. Don't say no apple. It don't say what it was. It just say it was a pear. Well, I think it was a pear because of apple. Y'all stop lying. You don't know. You don't know. And you wasn't in the garden, so stop it. So they ate of that fruit, but of their own free cause. The devil just enticed them. It was of their own free cause. They wouldn't name because Adam named everything in the garden, so he knew who the serpent was. So please, let's not go there. Let's move on. Let's go to Job chapter 21. Let's go to Job chapter 21. This is inter this is an interesting verse. Job chapter 21. And verse 14. Listen to what it says. Therefore they said unto God, depart from us, for we desire not knowledge, not the knowledge of thy ways. I'm going to read it one more time. Therefore, they said unto God, depart from us, for we desire not to know the knowledge of your ways. Did you hear what they told God? God, we don't want, we want you out of here. We don't want you around us. We don't want you to, we don't want to hit on about you. We don't want knowledge of your ways about living holy and all that. We don't want that mess. We're going to do what we want to do. That's what they said. They didn't want to hear nothing God had to say. Little do they know that God wasn't going to cry because they didn't want to get to know him. 
They didn't want to walk with God, but they figured God was going to pass out and cry. Oh, please come and walk with me. No. <laughs> From the beginning of time, it was always whosoever will. That's what that, that's what we messed up Adam. It was whosoever will. It wasn't a forced thing where you got to walk with me. No, you don't. God told Adam, you can eat of any tree you want in this garden, but don't touch it to the tree of life. The knowledge. Don't touch the tree. Leave that tree alone. Don't touch it. I have it in the garden for a reason, but don't touch it. Adam always agreed with that, never touched the tree. But finally, he let his wife entice him, and he went in a tree, even though he was given instruction about everything. So, so, so let's not go there and say, Adam, he made him do it. He didn't twist his arm. She didn't buck naked because she was already buck naked before they got clothed. So he already seen what she looked like. So if he was going to be stirred, he was going to be stirred. Let's be frank about it. Walking with God. Walking with God. Walking with God every day in your life requires you to walk with him. Requires you to obey him. Requires you to understand and get knowledge of the Holy, get knowledge of his word of what he has to say about stuff. When we do that, then we'll get to really be walking with God. You don't walk with God because you say you're walking with God. You walk with God because you know him. All right. How often do you see people walking with somebody they don't know? They go just think walk or start walking with a stranger? No. No, 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 no. You're not gonna walk with somebody you don't know. You're not gonna walk blocks and blocks with somebody. You're gonna walk right beside them. You don't know them. Late at night, you gonna walk with somebody you know. I don't think so. But when you look at the scripture here. These people was telling God, I do not want you. I do not want to be around you. I don't want to hear anything about you. When they stand before God in judgment, you'll probably be saying, Ma, I didn't know it was real. Allah, I didn't know you were going to judge me for not being a, a wicked or doing my thing. Because listen to this. Because Jesus Christ went to the cross. He closed a lot of doors and opened a lot of doors. The priest's sacrifice are useless today because of Christ going to Calvary. Because of Christ shedding his blood, the priest's sacrifice are useless. You going to the Catholic priest confessing is not equal in forgiveness. Oh, y'all hear me out there. You going to the Catholic priest in that booth confessing your sins to him is not equal in repentance. It means you just simply tell the man all the things you did wrong and he has no power to forgive you. He has no blood to wash you in. He has no eternal power. It's, I didn't make it up. It's in the Bible. There's only one mediator between man and God. That's the man, Jesus Christ. So in this verse, in Job 21 and 14, they don't want to serve God. They don't want to have nothing to do with God. And that's why God doesn't push himself on people. You can't push God on nobody. He said, whosoever will, let them come. 
You tell them the goodness of the Lord. You give them what God had to say, but you can't make them get saved. You can make them get religious. That's about all. And that's not equal to eternal life. You got to tell people the truth. I don't try to convince people to get saved. I can't make them get saved. All it's going to do is frustrate me because they'll get religious and not saved. And it's going to be frustrating dealing with them. I've been down that road. Dealing with people that would not obey God at no time. They're going to do what they want to do. I don't care. And I had to say, that's it. I'm done. Because all this is going to be a back and forth thing. Walking with God. You got to want to walk with him. I'm serious. You got to really want to walk with God every day. Every day is not a weekend thing. It's not a summer thing. It's not a, a few years thing. It's a walk. Not being religious. It's a walk, a relationship walk. Let's move on. Let's go to 2 Kings 10.31. Listen to this. 2 Kings 10.31. Look at that verse, 2 Kings 10, 31. I would read from the King James Version. Listen to what it says. Look at that verse. But Judah took no heed to walk in the way in the law of the Lord God of Israel with all his heart. For he departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, can they get that name? And which made Israel to sin. I read again. But Judah took not he not he to walk with the law, to walk in the law of the Lord God of Israel with all his heart, for he departed not from the sin of Jerusalem, which made Israel to sin. But listen to this. Listen to this. This guy, Jehu. I want to explain something about walking with God to you. This guy walked with God to a point. God told him to destroy all that stuff. He did it. He did exactly what God told him to do. But he did not want to let go of the sins of Jeroboam. He did not want to let go of the sins of that king. He wanted to continue to do that. He did not serve God with his whole I'm going to tell you this, and it's a fact. You cannot walk with God half-hearted. This man was walking with God half-hearted. He did not want to change. He did not want to give up those sins. Y'all come over here and talk about you say You don't want to give up your gambling. You don't want to give up your reefer. You don't want to give up your drugs. You don't want to give up your lying. You don't want to give up your stealing. You're not going to make it into eternity with God. God said, you must serve him with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. You can't have step with God. This man has step. Do you read the story? When you read the story, this man actually destroyed all the stuff that God said, except when it came down to that king stuff. He wanted to stay in those sins because it was enjoyable and pleasurable to him. It was good to him. He felt good doing it, but God was against it. He would not serve God. He would not take key to the ways of the laws and the laws of the Lord God. He would not. 
<coughs> he would not do. Under no term would he obey what God had to say regarding that. He didn't, he didn't care. God said, no, no, he did it anyway. He did everything else that God said do except that. And that's how a lot of people are. Oh, yeah, we like to hear people talking about homosexuals. We like to hear them talking about drug addicts. Oh, we like to hear them talk about all these other things, prostitutes, adulterers. We like to hear all that stuff. People love to hear you talk about them, how nasty homosexuals are, how nasty lesbians are, how dirty whores are, and so on and so forth, because it sounds good. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you haven't given up your sins. You're still conniving in your lie, your treachery, your yeah. bitterness, your hatred toward people, your racism. Amen. Murdering people with the words that you say. You're not going to make it into eternity with God that way. God said he's going to give me all enough either once you're hot or cold. Either you're going to be a hero or not. I'm the same way. I do not like lukewarm food. Keep it. Keep it. You're going to bring a plate of food to me that's supposed to be hot and it's going to be cold? I don't want to take it back. I'll just go without food. I'm not kidding you. I don't know you know cold food that's supposed to be hot. If I want cold food, I'm going to get me a cold plate. Doing things God's way, not man's way. God said, in all my ways, acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. Joel did not want to do that. He did not want to acknowledge God in all his ways because of the sins he was doing. He knew God was against it and was not pleased with it. <clears throat> he would not give up his sin. I'm telling you something. You continue on thinking God is accepting your mess. You living in la-la land. You deceiving yourself. The Bible said no unclean thing to enter into heaven. Get right with God today. Stop playing. Rushing will let with your soul. There's only thing you own. You know, this is interesting. People that live on this earth, some of them obtain billions of dollars uh, a lot of property, cars, money in the bank, all X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> when they die, they can't take none of it with them. They can't take none of the money, none of the gold, none of the stuff. They can't take. You can even put it in that casket. It still ain't going with them. Somebody going to dig up that casket and take it out. <laughs> it's happened many times. You got to understand something here. Only thing you own is your soul. You better make sure it's right with God. Don't play Russian roulette with your soul. That's Jewel did. He wanted to do it his way. He didn't want to do it God's way. And he got his results. And it wasn't good. They were not good because he would not serve God with all his heart. So therefore, he was misleading people. How many people thinking that he was really doing what God said because he did one part of what God said? Got to do the whole scroll. The Bible said eat the whole book. You got to eat the whole Amen. thing. We got to digest it too. Let's move on. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4 real quick. Ephesians chapter 4. 
Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 17. <clears throat> Look at that verse. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. <clears throat> now say it again. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. This is something when you're walking with God. You got to get your mind. The Bible said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You first got to get the mind transformed through God's word. That's your reasonable service. Let your mind be transformed. It said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye transformed. Oh, we got to get our mind transformed. We got to present our body holy. See, you got you got to do this thing if you want to walk. If you want God to truly walk with you, you got to get in line with his word. God is not going to walk with you outside of his word. Get that in that thick skull of yours. God is not. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man he should repent. If God said it, he'll do it. Oh, my gosh. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. He said a liar won't tarry in the sight. Stop lying. Get right. Repent. Ask God to deliver you from that lying spirit. I'm not kidding you. People think this is a joke. It's not a joke. You're going to be lost. Look at that verse. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye had for walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Walk in the righteousness of God's word. The Bible said, let, oh my God. If my word abide in you, and you in my word, word, you can ask what you will. If you have Christ Jesus abiding in your life, you can ask what you will according to his will. He'll do it before me. God is not a man that he would lie to you. Man is not God, but he'll lie to you for sure to keep you excited. When you look at that verse, it's abolishing you not to do what other Gentiles do, not to do what other people are doing, but walk in the newness of life, but walk in God's word and obey God's word. Don't do like church folks do. Do like God's word say do. Could you tell you can't? You can't go by what church folks do. Now you head. Let me pray for the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, everybody that's watching this TV broadcast right now, I ask you to save, deliver, and make free. Break every yoke in their life. Meet the needs in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, y'all can visit the website, the Tabernacle of Deliverance, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org, and you can leave a prayer request, testimony, 
Ah, uh, you could uh, become a, uh, a partner along and help us along with the broadcast that we do. And uh, soon we'll be have a, a, a Bible study channel, but I'll let you know next month when that'll be. Um, you got to understand, you got to walk with God. Everybody's watching this broadcast, you got to walk with God if you want eternal life. If you want eternal life, you got to walk with God. Look at that verse. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as of a Gentile. Walk in the vanity of their mind. Walking in vain thoughts. Walking in the spirit of lust. Walking in confusion. Walking in the spirit of pride. Arrogancy. He told us not to walk like that. He told us to walk in the meekness of God's word, the obedience of God's word. Stop trying to please other people and please God. I'll say it again. Stop trying to please people and please God. Pleasing God is your way. Out of no way to deliverance. You're broken in your lives and in the people's lives around you. People want to be blessed. <clears throat> people want to be blessed. This is something interesting. People fail to realize that they were already blessed. Did you hear that? People fail to realize they're already blessed. You want me to tell you why? God woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. Let me, I got the tickulation of your fingers. You can move your fingers. You can move your toes. You can hear. You can see. You can eat. You can smell. Those things are already a blessing because other people don't have them. But we want to be blessed. We want God to bless us going in and bless us coming out. I don't care how we live. We want God to bless us. Well, I'm out of la-la land. Not gonna happen. Oh, you may get a job where you can buy things. See, don't fool yourself. You could go to school, get a degree, and you got a good job. You're able to buy nice stuff. You're able to uh, save money, buy a nice car, have a nice home, have nice clothes. Those are materialistic blessings. Those are not direct blessings from God. They're indirect blessings for God because he's given you the ability to receive those things and to earn those things. Blessing other but direct blessings from God is when God do it and nobody else. You ain't had nothing to do with it and God performed it. That's a direct blessing from God. <clears throat> I'll say it again. Having a job, having a car, having money and to make all those things are not direct blessings from God. Though God caused you to be able to get it, but direct blessing of God when God performed that blessing on his own without you or anybody else help. Big difference. Because everybody, we call everything a blessing from God. Well, it's not. God don't bless mess. Well, I hit the number. I gave the bookie the money, and I hit the number, and God blessed me. God didn't bless you to hit the number. You got to tell the truth. Stop lying on God. You think God need a bookie to bless you with money? No, we don't. No, we don't. I'm a living witness of that. No, we don't. 
God has blessed me many times. The money in any air, but not a soul involved. Not a soul. Not a single human being involved. Nothing, 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 nobody, nothing. Amen. God knows how to bless you without the help of man. So don't go lying on God when you gamble. That God blessed you tells the truth. I went gambling. But don't, don't lie on God. Don't insult his intelligence. Don't insult his intelligence. Look at that verse one more time. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. That's what was happening. That's how the church, the church, our, our organization is in a state of vanity. They got the people outdoing each other to give money, to look their best. They ain't got no fellowship with God. They got no personal walk with God. Oh yeah, millions of people are all excited. The, the pandemic outbreak issue is slowing down. The travelers are able to start traveling more. People moving around more freely now. Soon everybody be back in the church buildings and doing the same old thing. I ain't got right yet. Stayed home for two years and still ain't got right. Some of them have said, oh, if I could just get away from the church for a while, I'd be all right. Well, you got your time away and you still ain't right. <laughs> you still didn't get right with God. You still didn't repent of your sins. You still didn't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, but you got away for two years. Some churches ain't been open for two years. Some haven't opened back up yet. Walking with God. What I like about walking with God, I have a list you can add to. Things I like about God. Things I like about God, you can serve God outside the church building. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. You can serve God outside the church building. You can go in another country that don't believe God, and you can still serve God. You say, how you go in another country that don't believe God and serve God? Because you're serving God for yourself. Amen. You're not doing what they're doing. You're not the right. See, a lot of people confuse the things about God. I'm not talking about running around preaching everybody. Live your life. That life going to affect people. Hmm? The life you live, I think of the story, I think it was Peter. I think it was either Peter or Paul, what are they? That was a, 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 on an island. And while that was on an island, the people never really heard the gospel. And he put his hand down to pick up something, and a serpent bit him, and he just shook it off like it was nothing. And the people stood there amazed, like, oh, he must be a god. The life you live. I'm not talking about those foolish people. I think it was in Texas somewhere that uh, um, they would have a, uh, the pastor taught people to have snakes bite them, and one bit him and killed him. <laughs> People do some dumb stuff. Preachers are dumb when they realize they, they just ain't got no sense sometimes. He was teaching the people to, uh, 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 and, uh, uh, saying that no deadly thing would bite them and uh, everybody was getting bit by uh, some serpent and stuff and one killed them. Then you have the preacher that told everybody he was going to walk on the water like Jesus. Well, at least the people were smart. They didn't follow him into the river because he drowned. He called himself going out there walking on water and drowned. 
That's not walking with God. That's walking in ignorance. If God wanted you to walk, you see, people misunderstand the scripture law, twist them up to satisfy them. Because Jesus told Peter to come on out on the water, the Lord himself was walking on the water. What do you think? You're going to, if the Lord himself is walking on the water, of course you're going to be able to walk out there. The man, the creator. Come on. He's walking on the water. Of course you're going to be able to catch up with him. If he tell big you to come, that means he got it coming. But when you go out there walking on the water, tell him, Lord, look at me. Come on, walk with me, Lord. Yeah, right. The Lord ain't never walking with you. You need to walk with him. That's why the man dry. He got it backwards. He thought the Lord was going to come down and walk with him out on the water. He had it all backwards. That's why he drowned. Thank God all those people that were following him didn't do it. People pick up all kinds of spirits. If the preacher had the wrong spirit, it's going to flow right into the congregation. If the preacher had the wrong spirit, it's going to flow right to the people and jack them up. Let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. Walking with God. Walking with God requires you to actually walk with him. It's not, they used to sing a song, uh, one of the radio stations used to sing a song, walk thou with God and he will walk with you. Oh, well, some people listen to the song and never started walking with him. All right, let's go to uh, Luke chapter one, verse five and six. <clears throat> okay, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Ava, Abia, and his wife, who was a daughter, of, was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments. An audience of the Lord blameless. Let me read it again. And there in the days of Herod, uh, and there was in the days of Herod, Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, Abia, and his wife was uh, of the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both blameless and righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and audience of the Lord, blameless. Y'all heard what I just said? They were blameless. You heard what I said? I'll say it again. Blameless. Nobody comes to the phone, phone finger at them and say, you a hypocrite. You're a phony because they were blameless. Now let's go back up in the verse. Let's take a quick look. Oh, my, 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 my. Verse 6 says, and they were both righteous before God, walking in the commandments, in all the commandments and audience of the Lord, blameless. Not self-righteous. But they walked in the commandments and obeyed what God said, according to the Old Testament. According to the Old Testament, laws that God told them to follow, they did it. 
pious and righteous before God. Oh my goodness. But yet thousands and thousands and millions of other people were not. They found excuses why they couldn't serve God. They found excuses why they couldn't live for God. They found excuses why they couldn't obey God. They found excuses why they couldn't do what they were supposed to do. Excuses! They were not walking with God. Here we got two people, Zacharias and Elizabeth, in the midst of everything that was going on. They served and walked with God, but then became blameless before him. Now, Elizabeth was barren. Barren means that she can't bear children. She couldn't bear children. Because of obedience to God, God blessed her seed. God blessed her with a seed. God blessed her. And she birthed John the Baptist. She birthed John the Baptist. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. When you obey God, you'll receive full kingdom blessings. When you disobey him, you know you're going to be cursed. Not all the people around. These two people obey God. Other women were making fun of her that she was barren and didn't have no kids. Oh, my goodness. When you obey God, you will receive full kingdom blessing. You know what I said? John wasn't just on every uh, a preacher. John was the one that prepared the way before the Lord. He wasn't your average preacher. God blessed them out of their obedience. Only when you obey God from your heart. See, there's some things you got to be found faithful before God for him to do. That's why God don't bless everybody with everything. People like to talk about, oh, I gave $1,000 to the church and God blessed me with a $100,000 client. Ah, that's materialistic nonsense. You don't, you don't got to give God $1,000 for you to get a $100,000 client. All you need to do is be in the right place at the right time or you know somebody that knows somebody or you work towards it. People have become programming. If you give the church so much money, God is going to give you so much money. Well, then everybody around said, well, you know, he'll give you a hundredfold. <clears throat> Show me in the Bible where God said he'll give everybody a hundredfold at the same time. Amen. doesn't say that. It never said that. That's those lying prophets telling you that. He's going to pray for the whole church to get a hundredfold back. He's lying to you. The lying spirit got him telling you that because God can't give everybody back a hundredfold. Amen. He cannot. That's contrary to him. He gave back some. Amen. And it ain't always in money. Walking with 
words, God requires us to be truthful as preachers. He requires us to tell people the truth. It teaches us that we should live the truth as well. Not just tell other people they got to get right. We got to live right. Amen. We got to live right every day. Amen. Every day. Every hour. I was listening to Pastor T this morning. She said something interesting about uh, keeping your hand on the promise. That was her message. And she was talking about, she mentioned something about the promise and that it's not by mouth. It's by inches. We walk with God by second, not hours, not days. We walk with him by second. Every second we walk with him. You don't say, I'm going to walk with God until 12 o'clock. Then tomorrow, I'll pick it up at 7 o'clock again in the evening. You're not walking with God at all. You're religious. You're doing religious stuff. Walking with God. Walking with God is something that you do daily, something you do sleeping, something you do while you're awake. You're saved when you go in the bathroom and you're saved when you come out. You can't be saved around certain folks and not saved around others. You got to be saved, period. That's it. Amen. The Bible said, as you see the light, walk therein. We got to walk in the light of Christ Jesus. Let's move on. But do you understand ever that these two people Receive the blessing that nobody else could get. That's the thing about God. Nobody else could get that blessing to birth that son, John. The Baptist. Nobody else had that blessing but that. They walked with God. They pleased God. And he blessed them for their obedience. Walking with God. Let's move on. Let's go to Acts chapter nine, 3 and verse 9. Look at that verse. Acts chapter 3 verse 9 says. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. I'll read it again. Acts chapter 3, verse 9. And all the people saw him walking, praising God. There's a man that was paralyzed. And Peter. When the man looked on him begging, he said, Silver and gold I have not. But what I have, I will surely give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise and walk. The man leaped to his feet, started walking and praising God. I said, the man started walking and leaping and praising God. Why? Because the apostles were walking with God himself. They had something to offer him. Isn't that something? When you walk with God, you'll have power in those with you to help bring deliverance to those that are in need. 
and you can stay delivered yourself. You can stay free yourself. You can be made free. Amen. Look at that verse, beloved. It says something unique. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. See, the difference is with these people, they knew who the man was already. They already knew his rep. They already knew his reputation. They already knew his lifestyle. You know what that was? Sitting on the ground begging because he couldn't walk. They already knew who he was. Now they mystify the very man is not only walking, but he's praising God. When the sun make you free, you will be free indeed. You will tell somebody. I said, when the son of God make you free, you're going to run around telling everybody you can tell that Jesus made me free. He brought me out of darkness and did marvelous night. Whoa. Hallelujah. You'll be telling everybody. You'll be running everywhere telling everybody that Jesus saved me. Jesus delivered me. Jesus made me whole. I'm walking and I'm talking and I'm running and I'm shouting now. Walking with God. This man was walking and leaping and rejoicing and praising God. Those people that already knew who it was were baffled. They knew this man was a man that sat there begging, but not a man that walking. And prayed in the name of the living God. He's worshiping God. Because the men who prayed for him walked with God. They had power with God. They had anointing with God. They had strength in God. That's beautiful. People get delivered when there's power available. I'm serious. People get delivered when there's power available to deliver. This man praised God for delivering. He didn't say, oh, forget about it. But this man was leaping and praising and giving God glory for delivering him from being paralyzed. You got to walk with God. You, you really want to see God move? Walk with him. You'll see miracles you've never seen before. Walk with God. Not for the miracles, but walk with him for a relationship. Let's move on. Let's go to Genesis chapter 5. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 5, verse 24 says, This is a nice. Super good, yum, yum, one. Verse 25 says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Let me read it again. For Enoch walked with God, and he was not, because God took him. Enoch walked with God, and God took him. Many people were fed Enoch. Many people went to Enoch for information about God also. You got to read up on Enoch. Enoch walked with God. 
And people went to him for information about knowing more about God because Enoch actually walked with God. Enoch actually talked with God. It's not just something, oh, no, 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 no. This man really walked and talked with God. This man really fellowship, walked and fellowship with God. Amen. And God took him. And he was not. He not pleased God. See, that's the thing. Preachers today focus on pleasing the people in the building and not God. Oh, that when they die, they give them a glorious homegrown service. Don't accept that garbage. Don't accept that, beloved. Don't just get a fancy home bar service when they get up there and lie all about you. How good you were when you know you wasn't. Get a real walk with God. And then when he calls you home, then they can give you a glorious home going. I remember a relative of mine died. Passed of a church. They put that man in heaven. But God is my witness. I never heard him tell a soul that they must be born again. He just did religious formality. I'll tell everybody, going to seminaries and all that stuff will not save you. Learning all the scriptures in the Bible will not save you. Reading the Bible backwards and forwards and sideways will not save you. It will not. Hey. Yes, word, letter. The Bible said the letter killer, but the spirit make of a life. You need God's spirit to anoint them words. Yes, you do. Enoch walked with God, talked with God, fellowship with God, and God took him. Moses, God, they hid the body. God hid the body of Moses. It's exciting when you walk with God. Oh, I want to walk, 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 walk. I want to walk. I want to talk. I want to live. I want to be in God's presence. I don't want no religious mediocre life. Forget that garbage. I stopped going to church when I was about 15, 16, 16 years old because I didn't want that garbage. I didn't want a religious life. I'm not covered that. I didn't want that. I didn't see nothing in it. But when I met Jesus, things changed. When the Lord spoke to me, things changed. When the Lord called me into the ministry, things changed. When the Lord called me home, things are going to change. I'm going in the glory. But I got to live right every day. Okay, so oh, I'm going in glory. No, no, no. I got to live one day at a time. Let's move on. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. <laughs> Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. Look at that verse. Daniel chapter 3, verse 25. Ah, this is an awesome story. 
And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth one is like unto the Son of God. I'll read it again. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the fourth one is like unto the Son of God. They threw the three Hebrew boys in the fire. Then dragged me, Jack, and Abentico. Everybody knows the story. They got tossed in the fire because they didn't bow down to the graven image when the music was playing. That verse says something interesting. Look at that verse. It says, and he answered and said, Lord, I see four men loose walking in the fire. Who walks around the fire? Who walks around the fire? Even the fireman is moving fast as they can, so nothing to build no cave in on them. That's right. You think they just stand here? Well, nah, nah. No! They're moving around to put out that fire and hoping the building don't cave in on them. I'm serious, man. If I'm done doing that. But here in the scripture, he see four men loose. No bad, no laps, no time. They walking. Moving them. Monster fire like nothing is bothering them. They walking around in the midst of a fiery furnace where they should be burned, being burned, crispy critter. But now the man said, wait a second, everybody. I see four men. I only threw three of them. Where did both men come from? Huh? How did that both man get in there? And it makes the matter worse. All four are loose. Walking in the midst of fire. And then I say, ain't nobody got no flames on them. They should be burning. But he said something unique at the end. The fourth one looks like the son of man. Ah. How did you know what the son of man looked like? Yeah? Isn't that something? He knew it was the son of man. Amen. The Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. And the Bible also tells us that people have secrets that you don't know. This man knew what the son of man looked like. The son of man was able to walk into the fire without anybody opening the door. Walk with God and he'll walk with you. Look at Daniel and the lion's den. What did Daniel say? Oh! The Lord sent an angel to shut the lion's mouth. I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted to been those lions because that lion would have been chopped to chopped to choop chee choop soup. Because that, that that angel probably had his swords out of his sack. And he probably was going to slice and dice him if they wanted to mess with Daniel. Why? But why? It wasn't so much that Daniel wasn't going to bow down to no statue or whatever and all that other stuff. It was that, that Daniel walked with God. Daniel walked with God, affected God. 
Okay, listen to this. There's a scripture said where two or three are gathered, there am I in a mess. He wants to be involved. Your fellowship. God wants to be involved in what you do every day. He wants to walk and talk with you, but you got to be willing to walk and talk with him. I'm going to tell you this. This is sad. You know who the author of one-sided relationships is God. Got to be him. Because God got a love relationship for every single soul on this earth. But every single soul on this earth does not want to walk with God. They don't want to have nothing to do with it. One-sided. Christ went to Calvary. Everybody be saved. Have a relationship with him and his father. <laughs> they don't want it. I done read you one scripture already that they said they didn't want to have nothing to do with God. Hear about him, talk about him, mention him, don't mention his name. Everybody does not want to walk with God. That's why the Bible tells us, come out from amongst my bees, separate yourself from God, and I will receive you unto myself. God wants to receive you in a fellowship that y'all walk together. Right, it's whosoever will. Whosoever will is willing to walk with God in peace. Oh my goodness. When we walk with God, he got our back. I like it. God wants us to walk with him faithfully. God wants us to set examples before other people. Oh yes, he does. God wants us to live a life where it's pleasing. God didn't design Christ to have one-sided relationships, but man has to choose to walk with him. The relationship is there. Because when everybody stands before Christ or God, they're going to be just all that's going to be revealed through that the relationship was there. They just never accepted it. You cannot have a relationship with God without salvation. You can have a religious, you can have a great relationship with your religious organization. Y'all can be best friends. Everybody in the organization, the leader, and everybody, y'all can be best friends. It feels good to be around a leader. You want to be feeling good, you know? You feel good, you're around her, you stick your chest out, you feel good. But that's not a relationship with God. That's a relationship with human beings. <clears throat> Look at that verse. It says, Daniel 3.25 says, and he answered and said, Lo, I see a four. I see four loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the fourth, and the form of the fourth one is like unto the Son of Man. The Son of God, excuse me. The Son of God. Hmm. The life you live will speak for you. The walk you have with God will speak for you. I know some people, when they go to work, nobody know they say. I know of an individual, that's a homosexual. But on his job, listen to this. Nobody knew he was gay. He's been gay forever. Nobody knew he was gay. He didn't go around flirting with the man. 
He just went to work, did his job, do what he's supposed to do, go home. That was shocking to a lot of people when they found out he was gay. I sat down at a table, had a conversation with him, and still didn't know he was gay until somebody told me. Why? Not that the Spirit of God couldn't tell me. It's that, that this man kept his business to himself. And that's the same thing a lot of church folks do that's claiming salvation. They go to work to keep their salvation to themselves and nobody knows they're saved. Oh, but when they go to church, they scream and yell, you must be born again. You must be saved. And they're singing about a God that they don't really even know. Walking with God. When you walk with God, other people are gonna know. But you're gonna let them know. And the life you live when you walk with God, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna cause an effect. Whether you want to or not. Go read the story about Paul, Peter. When they arrested Jesus, what happened? Jesus told him that he Peter was gonna deny him three times. But Peter, Peter called himself a rebuke and the Lord told him, No, that's not gonna happen. Before the crow crow, you and deny me three times. No, I'm not. I'll die for you. We heard somebody really say that. Like they're going to die for the past. They were the first one to skip down. <laughs> it really happened. But Peter denied Christ. And somebody said, your speech portray you. You're surely one of his disciples. That's what happened when you walk with God. Your speech is going to rip you off and tell you before everybody that you are a truly a disciple that walks with God. The life you live will speak to you. Let's move on. Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter 2. And verse 12. Okay, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 12 says, listen to this, listen to this. That evil work worthy of God, who have called you unto his kingdom and glory. Let me read it one more time. That evil work worthy of God, who have, who have called you unto his kingdom and glory. That you, notice he said that you, that you will work worthy, not nobody else. See, we like to pick point finger at everybody else. They not doing this. They not doing this. I know y'all know the story. Or maybe heard the story of the uh, uh, the, the uh, church member that came up to the pastor uh, during service. I'm not coming to church no more. He said, why? He said, because this body's doing that one. That body's doing this. And sister so-and doing this. And that one doing this. And this one doing that. And that. So the pastor says, stop. Yeah. Let me, let me show you something. He got a glass of water and gave it to him. He said, do me a favor. Walk around the building and come back over here to me. But don't spill. You can't spill none of the water. So the individual walked around the building. And when he got back to the pastor, the pastor asked him, he said, 
about what happened. He said, I walked around the building like you said, and I hold the cup, but I had to keep looking at the cup. I hold the cup carefully. Take my time so I don't spill the water. Now I'm back. Now what? Now what you want me to do? He said, I want to tell you something. <clears throat> if you live your life that way, you spend your life walking with God and not paying attention to what everybody else do, you won't have no problem. But when you spend time looking at what everybody else do, saying this body doing that and that body doing this, this guy, that, you can't walk with God because you can't pay him no money. You're paying everybody else attention. Can't walk with God that way. You got to walk straight far away. But when your eyes are going this way, your eyes are going that way, your eyes are oh, you're going all that crazy way. Oh, oh, yeah, there's no way you can walk with God. You can't stay in tune with God that way. Look at that verse. That ye will walk worthy of God. That ye will walk worthy. Some people, some people is going to take more fasting and praying than it's going to take somebody else to work worthy of God. Somebody going to have to witness more it's somebody else who worked worthy of God. Everybody been through, everybody lived up with the lay lied certain way. Everybody lived the same way. Everybody that lived the same way in sin. Everybody got to go the same route to be saved. But everybody didn't live the same way and it's going to take something else. That's why it says in this verse. That ye walk worthy of God. Who hath called you unto his kingdom and his glory? He called you unto his kingdom. That's beautiful. God wants to bless you in his presence. God wants to get involved in your life on every level. And I'll tell you something. You have to work worthy in your daily life. One day at a time, you have to work worthy of God. You got to walk worthy. You got to, that's by walking with God. It's a daily process. It's not all in one day. It's a one day at a time. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Sometimes you'll stumble and fall, but get up and walk with God. Let God direct your path. And you'll avoid a lot of pitfalls. What do you, what do you really want from God? What do you really want God to do for you? What do you really want God to do for you? I know people don't talk about walking with God anymore. That's their business. They got nothing to do with me. You got to walk with God and make eternal life. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't care what other preachers do. That's not my business. My business is to do what I'm called to do until you need to walk with God. I ain't tell you to walk with me. I said, walk with God. If we made up our mind to walk with God, walk with him, and be faithful to him, and obedient unto his word. If there's anybody watching this broadcast, regardless of where you at, whatever state of life you're in, if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, Let's pray right now. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. Pray along with me. 
of repentance. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I ask you to teach me how to walk before you each day according to your word. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for dying on Calvary for me and rising on the third day. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it, beloved. Listen, if you believe that prayer, Christ will come into your life. You can email us at uh, wecare at tabernacledeliveranceinc.org or visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org and leave your prayer request, your testimony, and you also become a partner and help us financially with the things that we're doing, with the, with the broadcast and stuff that we do. We pay for everything. Nothing is free. And I know the stuff used to be free, but I ain't not free no more. But anyway, but listen, <clears throat> I want you to walk with God and obey what God's word say and receive the blessing that God has for you on your life. Until Wednesday night Bible study at 8.15, walk with God and he will walk with you. I'll talk to you then.